My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today we are going to be talking about Sky's pick for her birthday month, because this is her birthday month, of what group we are doing a deep dive into. But before we get into that, what has everyone been listening to? Uh, let me see. What have I been listening to? Oh, Big Marvel had a new song come out. It's not my favorite of all the Big Marvel songs. Some of you guys will know. You know Big Marvel. He's the like the rubber chicken guy on YouTube who you know <laughs> sings YouTube. He sings K-pop songs with a rubber chicken. It's fantastic. But he's actually he's very. Really, he's really actually good. very a talent. He's a very he's talented musician. Incredibly in talented. And if you haven't checked out his music, you should because his actual original music is really good masquerade's not my favorite of all of his songs but the video is like a very sort of classic hip-hop rapper kind of you know hot chicks in cars except for all the hot chicks are like 50 year old women like dancing <laughs> and it's like it's just a very like my heavy video and it's fantastic and i love it like because even when he's doing his serious music, he has to still be himself, and himself is a wacky dude, and I like it. I dig that about him. Um, PH1 had a a collaboration with Chungha, um, my friend. It's good. Of course it's good. It's always mm-hmm. good. When PH1 collaborates with a woman, it's always a good song, every single time. Always good. <laughs> People <laughs> listen to me. He, he he ignores all this podcast advice I give him, where I tell him all his a- albums should be him collaborating with women. But that's fine, cause you know that's fine. Um, <laughs> last, no, not even last month. It's like well, it was like right at the very end of May. May is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month in the states. I think Amazon. Amazon Music had a eight-hour live stream concert on their Twitch channel, and I watched the whole thing, and it was <laughs> really, really good. So I tuned in because it was like, who like, PH1 and Dumbfounded and Miyavi and Flosick and Kevin O and like Hyul and like it was a bunch of names that I knew, but there were so many really good people that I had never heard of before and there was like Vietnamese and Thai and like just Indian everything it was really really good so um the one girl Yuna she has a beautiful voice and her song is called um stay where you are and when she announced it um she's like okay this is gonna sound like I wrote this for COVID but I didn't I actually had it recorded it's like a breakup song like a (laughs) stay where you are kind of a thing but like like, fortuitous timing really it's a really nice song i really like it um it's a really good one dpr put out a new album um it's kind of a it's weird it's all short most of it's instrumental there's like two songs on the album that have lyrics everything else is just instrumental but they're all like there's a chunk of them that are named i think it's eyes but it's like eyes of Ian, eyes of cream, eyes of, and so like DPR is a collective of a bunch of people mm-hmm. who work together. 
and so it's like each song is like their own take on it kind of thing and I don't know music enough it doesn't sound like it's the same song done five different ways but it might be like Nat or Jesse might be able to listen to it and be like oh yeah yeah that's totally the same song or the same you know bass line or something Mm. but to me they just all sound very very different but it very much solidified to me that Ian is Ian and Cream are my favorite members of the collective Ian has one of the songs that has lyrics it's called zombie pop it's really good I really really enjoyed it um it's a short little album so like if you're interested check it out it's like 20 minutes long because it's a bunch of like two minute little songs so um I enjoyed that a lot and uh what I've been listening to just more recently is um Knive was on a what's that new this new streaming uh thing Quibi or something like that um he's on a a TV show, I guess. I guess he's on it because I've seen he's ads listed for it on TikTok, the, but it's you know it's um is it it's the called one Boyle, and it's got Darren um oh my goodness I can't the kid from Glee I can't remember what it is. yeah yeah something I I'm like Crestman no like I I don't know anyway it's I can't find any clips of it I when I looked around for it um but he Knive is on one of these OSTs I guess you know for this show and he's list it says cast members okay I don't know if he's in this episode but like this song it's a great song really really enjoyable um it's called I hate that I need you and it's really fun to listen to but it's in English and Korean and like they're all singing different it's very cool it's weird I would like to see the scene that it goes with because it looks interesting and I'm like oh I hope it shows up somewhere more accessible at some point because I'm curious about this show but I would just really love to see like Mm -hmm. a video of that scene because I'd like to see I'd like to see what goes on with this song because they're talking about shucking oysters and weird stuff and I but it's a great song it's really really enjoyable um and yeah that's other than that I'm kind of just chilling with my k-pop summer mix and I just that and um the solutions I fell heavily into the solutions and I I can't get out I just listen so to good. the solutions all the time oh, so good. They're so good, and, like, there's not a bad song in the batch, and it's very, very enjoyable, so I just, yeah, that's, that's been my summer listening. It's my light and fluffy K-pop summer songs, and the solutions, and a few other random things that pop up, you know, when Spotify's like, hey, I think you'd like this, and then I'm like, hey, thanks, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's sweet of you. (laughs) How about you, Jesse? I've been listening to some things. Um, the major thing that I'm listening some to things. is <laughs> some things. Just, you know, things. Uh, the major thing that I've been listening to to cleanse my heart and soul after I have to watch a Dream High episode is just my 2 p.m. playlist. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's a rough go, but I'm not going to break my challenge that I made for myself. <laughs> so I'm continuing on. Just, you know, it's there. It's a show. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're too far now. You can't give yeah. up. You have to keep pushing through. Some of the other um, people that I've been listening to. Um, Jay from Day6, uh, he has been recommending some music, and I found that, like, out of all of them, I think I'm closest to music taste to, with him. Um, so I've been really liking everything that he's been suggesting. But he suggested this girl, and I forgot to actually write down the pronunciation pronunciation of her name because it's when you read it, it's like Soli, but that's not how it's pronounced at all. Like it's, it's come something completely different. She just released stuff, I think, in May. Running Through the Night is the song that I really like from the two that she's posted so far. I mean, like, her songs are really cool. They're very, like, interesting, and, like, she's got really good vocals, and it, it's got some, like, cool things that they do, like, producing-wise to the song. Um, so she's definitely one to check out. And then also talking about Jay, he just released his new... Um, mm-hmm his new project, his each project song, Pac-Man, which is wonderful. It's like, these are all my favorites. Like for a while, 50 proof was my favorite. And it's like, Nope, Pac-Man's here to stay. <laughs> it's <laughs> so good. The only problem with it is it's like a minute and a half long, but that's all of his little things. Cause he's not like, he's not getting money off of them. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Jay, you're worth money. Like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get money from these, but get that cheddar. Get it, but it's, it's, you can find it on YouTube. I don't think he's put it on SoundCloud yet. It if it shows up on Spotify, it's not him doing it. So, but you should go listen to it and l- watch the video. It's great. There's also a Sky Send it, and I've now been seeing it like a ton of times. There's this other video of it where someone's gone to the, like the bridge or the tunnel that it's like shot in, and they got. They're a little uh, plushy. He's a little plushy. Which is a little chicken. Yeah, he's a chicken. (laughs) And they do the whole video with it. And it's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) Like Jay even like retweeted it too. It's it's great. Great. Um, Chungha has come out with some other songs too. Especially Play. Play's good. I really like Play. I I just really like Chungha in general. Like I don't think that... She put out anything that I haven't just, like, liked. You know, some of them are not my favorite songs, but they're, I like her songs. So, it was really cool. And, and of course, Sunbee. Sunbee came out with a really great, 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 great song. Well, you know that Natalia and I have been obsessed with Monster, the Irene uh, Solye mm. unit from Red Velvet. It's such a good song. Know it! You know it! Who else came out with stuff? It's been Who so long. That? Oh, yeah, Hwasa did, her song is pretty good. I like uh, Kidding on that album more than the title track, though. But, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Uh, Solji, also, Solji, my love, she came out with a song. She did. Uh, Rains Again, and it's amazing. And I I actually stayed up for the reveal of it, and then also she was on M Countdown, like, for it, too. Mm. And it was so good, and I cried <laughs> because it's oh, just so good. Oh. I was like, 
Especially because, okay, so it was like watching um, Doan and Wampel have like a radio show on radio now. And like, so I was watching that and then Solji went on Insta Live to like do a countdown. And so she like, like she was like refreshing her music thing. Um, and so it finally popped up her music and then she started playing and then she started singing to it. And I was like, oh, this is exciting. And then a um, countdown happened. And I was like, there she is. It's just so happy for her. I love Solji so much. She deserves the world. I wish... It wasn't just a single. That's my like only problem with it. They made it seem like it was gonna be at least a mini album, but it's not. It's just the single. It, it's hard so to I remember what we've already talked about. Like as yeah, far as last time, like especially because last time we talked about like our favorites, and I know there's other people from May that I'm not forgetting. Um, like Cider Girl, which is a Japanese group that I really mm-hmm. like. They came out with new music today. Dreamcatcher came out with a new song. It's for Girl Gun Cafe or Cafe Gun Girl, Girl Cafe. Cafe. It's just some, like those three words in some <laughs> way. It's like a like a mobile game. Uh, so they did the OST for it. It's definitely like OST vibes. It's not like a sweeping like crazy OST like uh, Deja Vu was. Uh, but I, I really enjoy it. It's very good. I think it would. It's good for this game um and it's a good ost you like listen to it and you're like this is an ost for a game and i think it's really cool how they've like they're just i don't know who's actually doing the storyline for them but i want to meet them because they're so great at like adding little things into these songs that are just they play off of the other songs but like we're talking about like playing on like this ost song that the actual video is should be about the game, which is not part of their, like, the Dreamcatcher's mm. lore universe, but, like, it, it tracks back to, like, Scream, um, but it also tracks back to their Japanese release, Endless Night, because, like, a lot of the props are in that video mm. that were in Endless Night. A lot of the kind of storyline of, like, usually what's happening is one girl sacrificing herself for the rest of the team, and mm. so that's what happens in this music video, and I'm just, like, I just need to know who's doing this, that they're, like, <laughs> Even when they're like, I'm going to, we're going to change our concept, which is what they did for Scream, but it's still the same. Like, I don't, I just need to know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just really great. I don't know. I, I listen to Day 6 a lot, too. You should just know that by now, that I listen to Day 6 a lot. I got that number, like, one fan. I'm not really the number one fan, but I'm in the par- the top 1% on Spotify who listens to Day 6. So, just keeping that up, listening to Day 6 all the time. So, so you can walk around saying you're in the 1%. I'm people in the 1%. will assume that you're really wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't even have a job. You're like, this is more important than that. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> this is more important than wealth. So day six members, if you're listening, because I know you're are, of course. Of like course. The, um, well, why wouldn't up. they be? Yeah. Come on. Well, li- literally, Jay did watch your reaction video. So. <laughs> that is very true. Like... <laughs> He did. Um, I don't know if it was good enough that he was like, I want to like look more into those people, but like maybe, maybe, maybe he is here. Maybe we put welcome you Jay. Jay's <laughs> like hey, that's Jay. Hey, we love you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's up? I think we could be really good friends. Let's what hang out. Thinking? I'm I'm listening to more, but if you follow me on Twitter, you would know that. Like so. <laughs> what about you, Natalia? So, I actually have something different normally I'm like eh, you know this is the same thing but I have been actually making because I have nothing really else 
going on in my life. Been really putting a concerted effort into like listening to more groups and stuff that I haven't really listened to. So I have been listening to some new stuff for me, not new stuff for like people. So I've started listening to a lot of G Idol, who I am obsessed with. Obsessed. And they just literally had a song come out like yesterday. And I love it. It's called I'm the Trend. Mm. Chef's kiss. I've also started listening to the band Very Very. Mm. I know yeah. absolutely nothing about them, but I am feeling it. Thunder. Thunder was on my list. Oh, so good. So good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> um, I've started listening to uh, Donkeys. Yes. Yes. I would, I would say that they are like this cute little like trot hybrid of a group. And it's just, it's great. It's great. And I mean, I, they're more poppy than that, but they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. And I've also started listening to Victon. Victon? Victon? Yeah. Oh, you mean the group that I've tried to get you into for yeah, like no, no, ever? No, no, no. <laughs> most recent i like it i love Victon, but like mayday just blew me blew my yeah. mind oh. yeah no it's really good and um i've also started listening to uh kim Suk. i anyway i really like so we had a song come out like in may called red moon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah have you seen the music what? video you oh, need to go really see- watch I don't really watch music videos, as, like, which is if, apparently very useful. However, if my memory serves me, it involves a body roll onto water, and I think you might appreciate that, so. <laughs> Unless I remember a different music video, if so, I apologize to whoever I've referenced. Now that we've gone over, like, the fact that I've been listening to some new people, some of my sweet children just had an album come out. <laughs> And it's fucking wonderful. Like, the the channel, XOSC, came out with their uh, new Billion Views, One Billion Views album. It's so good. They should really just let all of XO just sort of run free. Because everything that they do when they're just, like, doing their own thing is so good. So, um... Opposed to when they're so good when they have their group releases... No, like, and also the group releases are, like, really good. But this is, like, good in, like, a different way. Because, like, you know, like, for example, like, Sega never gets that many, lines. like, lines. But, like, he has a whole solo song on this, and it's mint. It's mint. Like, it's it's actually my favorite song on the album, the song On Me. It's really good. Just, that's, all I'm, that's, that's all I gotta say. It's, like, a really good album. I... I think they're doing pretty well on like sales and stuff so i probably don't need to push too hard for my sweet children because like like listen if you're listening to k-pop and you've you've never heard of exo at this point like are you sure you were listening to k-pop like i feel i feel like you they don't need my help advertising (laughs) you know like they're not they're not like underrated group that nobody knows about that's what i've been up to basically um so I have been expanding, adding more into the fold of my heart. Good. It grows bigger every time. So the guy um, 
the act, the Thai actor who just put out a single. It was really good. It was actually really good. Like it wasn't garbage. It was, it was a good song. Oh, it's a nice change of pace. Yeah, it's a nice song. And now another Thai actor is announced. He's also coming out with some music. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, and guess guess what show he starred in? It's one that we've never mentioned on this podcast. Third type. <laughs> And by never mentioned it, you mean mention Every all the time. Every single Oh, just wait for 2021, because season two's are coming. <laughs> be, sky, be scared. Sky's like, oh, Jesus, we're never going to get free. Anyway, so that's basically what I've been listening to, along with my usual nonsense. Uh, mm-hmm. What about you, Sky? Uh, like I said, it's hard for me to remember, like, where timing cut off for us talking about what we were listening to last month. It's kind of difficult to see that delineation at this point. But I don't know if I've already spoken about Astro did have a single called No, I Don't. Really fun. They did one stage of it on a show, so that was really enjoyable. Um, It's interesting. Uh, It was written and produced and everything by them. Um, Enwu actually did a big chunk of the lyrics. I don't remember if he did 100% of them or not. But it was all kind of during that period of time that he wasn't really allowed back on social media. I mean, he's only been allowed back kind of recently. I think kind of during this comeback. So the the storyline of the song is kind of... So the title is No, I Don't. And it, it's kind of all about being okay with the girl leaving. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, it changes a little bit. It and it says like no I'm gonna hold on to you type thing but it's it's actually a very sad song with but it's kind of upbeat you know as they do and even the way they do this stage choreography they they make it to where one of them looks a little bit more secluded from the others and so it's just it's fascinating and I did watch a concert by them I feel like that was in this past month and it was really fun for anyone who's on the fence about like these online concerts and it probably varies between like production companies and whatnot mm-hmm. but I can say uh, Astros was an on-tact one, and it was really, really well done, and the English subtitles were, like, stupid fast, like, there was no delay whatsoever. That's the fastest I've ever seen live English subtitles happen. It was just, they they did a really cool production of stuff, and my favorite part was during their, uh, one of their songs, uh, their most recent, their come back prior to the No I Don't. They did this whole big skit thing that involved, they were acting as if they were stayed at home for three weeks because that's, you know, what we're all having mm-hmm. to do and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So it, it was adorable because they were all like, one was cooking, one was lifting, you know. Eventually it looked like Anu was reading a couple of them a bedtime story. You know, it's just, you know, <laughs> oh. the typical adorable things that Astra does that it was really good. Uh, so I watched the Dreamcatcher concert online. And so I also will plug that, like, it was great. It was wonderful. And mine was through MMT. So completely different. And they didn't sub it, but they did have a translator. So it was exactly like you would have in a, like an online or like a, on like a concert setting. You'd have the mm. translator up. But yeah, nice. I nice. highly suggest if like you can afford it uh, doing it. I know like everybody, like you said, it's everybody's different. And like Dreamcatcher is going to be smaller than like a lot of the other places. But yeah. it was uh, two hours of greatness. Like it was well, so good. <laughs> And, and I mean, it varies. I know that, you know, SM, they did a lot of online concerts a few months mm-hmm. ago and mm-hmm. stuff. 
But uh, as someone who has paid for live concerts, which I love live concerts, and yes, it's different, like, I kind of even preferred the at-home concert because mm-hmm. you can chill. And, like, Astro specifically, the way they did it, I could tell that they were way more at ease because they because mm-hmm. they didn't have a translator because they were doing subtitles in a lot of different yeah. languages. You could tell they were way more themselves than I had seen them on stage mm-hmm. when I did see them That's live. Cool. But still, like, you know, for around – maybe it was – 25 bucks I don't remember but and the the drawback for mine was they don't have video on demand afterwards so I cannot rewatch it yeah um, I could yeah that was the one drawback and I kind of and I even had a little survey at the end and I told them about it <laughs> nicely like, nicely <laughs> but I think that it would be interesting to hear because I've also been to a dream con- catcher concert in person I mean, that was, like, definitely a little bit better because, like, I was up in the front, so it was, like, right Mm. close to them. And also, it was, like, you could tell, like, kind of the divide. Because Dreamcatcher's a a group that will catch people that aren't K-pop people. And so, like, yes, there were K-pop people surrounding me, but I was with seeing kids who were used to being at a concert. So it was a lot of fun because we were all just, like, we know what concerts are and as opposed to, like... Not to yeah. say that's, uh, like, as a mean thing. It was just, like, the experience was a little, like, it was fun because it's, like, oh, we all know how to hype ourselves up after standing in line for a really long time. And then being here, we can hype each other up, especially because it's Dreamcatchers. So you got a lo- lot more, like, rock and punk kids in there. Right. But, but like, in, in comparison, I mean, it was great. Like, they did a wonderful job. It, I didn't lose that much out of the online and I think if especially if you're in a Mm. place that you're not going to be able to see these online or live already go ahead and do the online right because I know a lot of these people are never coming here either yeah they're from smaller production companies or whatever like if you get that opportunity you're not gonna see them live they're coming or if you're in you know podunk town yeah wherever they're not coming near you. So yeah, like I mean, advantage for Dreamcatcher, you know? I had to like buy a hotel and buy a plane ticket. So it wasn't just like going to see Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Like I had to like really invest it was, in it. it but like event. for the online thing, I paid like 20 bucks and I could just like have my coffee because it was earlier in the morning. <laughs> and like <laughs> coffee and just like chill and hang out. But then also talk to people that I wouldn't have gone to a Dreamcatcher concert with, too, because we wouldn't be going to the same one. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so for the Astro concert, part of it, they wanted you to come an hour before they started, which I thought that was I thought they were just going to like not do much. But they kind of had the boys pop up once in a while. But the whole point was they were asking kind of trivia questions and stuff. And people were talking about like where they were from in the chat. And so it was nice to see, just because I kind of know what countries Astro has hit, I saw countries that Astro necessarily hasn't been to and maybe won't ever be able to mm-hmm. go to. But it was cool to know that, like, wow, some of these people now have access to that. And especially yeah. now during all the virus stuff, of course, of course, that, you know, for people who, yeah, might never be able to see them, like, it's it's a great thing. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you have a fave and you have the time, I encourage you to at least try it. Yeah. Sky and I have one coming up soon. Yeah. Well, I have two. So Alexa. Alexa will be. I mean, like when this goes up, we'll have already done it. (laughs) So past us has not gone to Alexa yet. Uh, And in flying, which the in flying one is kind of interesting. They're also selling it kind of along with SF9. 
I think they're just promoting it at the same time, but totally separate concerts. I don't really get that. Part. I was thinking about doing and flying. Do it. But also do Monster X, especially now that I got I my know. money back. Well, technically, <laughs> I'm getting yeah. my money back from Monster X's actual concert. So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's still like I shouldn't, but also like, oh, I have that like extra two tickets worth of money, like <laughs> to me soon. So yeah. So the Endline one is kind of weird because they have two different times and dates and they're not like back to back by any means. So one of them is more, they're, it's, they're trying to make it like it's a concert before you, that you watch in bed before you go to sleep is what they're saying. I'm not sure I buy that because they're so chaotic. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll uh, believe it when I see it. Right. <laughs> but that's the concept of the timing of it. So there's one that's late at night for Korea time, and then the other one a while later, you know, a few days later, is kind of more for international people to be a little mm. bit later. And I think supposedly it's the exact same concert, but I'm like, I don't know. I'm confused by it. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> you can go to both of them? Yeah, so you buy a ticket, and I like I bought mine, and there's even two different places you can buy tickets, too. But you buy a ticket, and you could watch both supposedly live streams, but they're saying it's the same thing, and that's why I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think there is also going to be possibly a video on demand, unless I'm just making that part up. It's all kind of confusing. Maybe it is. No, there's no video on demand. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry mm-hmm. I'm being confusing. No. The way they're promoting it's kind of weird. The fact Mm. that they're also doing that with SF9, but I don't think they're actually doing the concert with SF9. Like, I don't really understand that part either. FNC is kind of weird sometimes, so you just kind of have to roll with it. (laughs) It is. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you just take what you get and you move on. (laughs) Like, don't think too hard about it. Other than that, 3YE, which I guess is third. Is it third eye? Third Eye is their official name. The fact okay. that Third Eye is... You're a little old. They <laughs> uh, react to the K every time. Yeah, I wouldn't have known, ever. Uh, I've always kind of enjoyed... I, I've enjoyed their stuff, but... So they did a... It was, I think it might have been a mini-album, but it was pretty much all their prior releases are on that mini-album, because I think they're all singles. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and then a couple of new songs. But yeah, I've really been enjoying them. Just yes, because <laughs> Yeah, they're just a little I their choreo to me, I'm I'm not saying their choreo is masculine. I just think their choreo is a little bit less effeminate than a lot of the girl groups because they are more of a hip hoppy leaning, not even always hip hop. Uh I don't know. Their vibe their music is yeah, different. They just put out a summer single like yesterday or today and it's if you listen to it you would never think it's them <laughs> like it's not them at all I was oh, like really? whoa this is not third eye <laughs> what, what type of music it's I have like a poppy like girls generation summer bop it's completely different it's not bad it's listen to yes sir and then go to that song I don't even know what's going it doesn't like, have a music video to it it has like 80s wonderland vibes and then like yeah really interesting they also were on um, the Idol Radio, and they did a, a cover, or they did a dance for Love Me or Leave Me from Day 6. And, the, like, even their dance that they made for the choreo for that was really aggressive, like they normally do. Like, mm. you would see mm. them. Always when I see 
girl groups do a little bit more aggressive choreo. I always get really impressed by that. And I do think it's becoming a little bit more common just because I've seen it a little bit more on the music shows when I watch them. But it's like it's like when we were watching Mama Moo on K Contact and all three of us were like, Oh, ooh, we really like these outfits, like the combat boots. I like it. <laughs> like yeah. stomping around. Big fans. Uh seventeen had a comeback. It was fun. Left and right. Cute. It was. Oh, yeah. They're always a good time. I can't um, believe I forgot to mention them. Like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I shame, felt like we mentioned shame. them already, but like I think that song came like out like right after right after the yeah. seventeen episode. It came right? out so it's like the oh yeah, that yeah, we released the episode. Like if I talked about it last month, I apologize. No, you didn't. No, 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 because no, we put the, the episode came out the day that the album. Yeah, came. like we yeah. dropped the episode on that Monday, and the Mondays the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I must admit though, "Left and Right" is not my favorite song on the album. My favorite song is "Fearless." I think it's Chef's Kiss. And I think the past like week or so, I really haven't been listening to quite as much music other than my typical stuff that I, mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. I'm tired or whatever, I end up listening to. But yeah, so that's it for me. On that note, it is now time for us to get into the deep dive. We're talking this week about the five-member group Ace, and I'm going to leave it off to the girl of the hour, Sky, to tell us all about one of her favorite groups. <laughs> Ace. Uh, I think I only really got into them hmm, last year. I mean, I really didn't know much about them prior to that. I did know of their existence, but... I didn't really get quite into them. Kind of like with ATs. Sometimes a group has to have a comeback that really grabs my attention. And then I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So Ace, that happened with me in the undercover comeback for Ace. So uh, Ace stands for Adventure Calling Emotions. And you know how some groups, like, they have something they stand for and then they never talk about it, like, ever again? Ace actually, like, utilizes that Mm -hmm. and their concepts and all that type of stuff. So even in some of their uh, album titles, like Adventure will come up. So it's all about that. And that means that the group wants to cause emotions that urge people to go on adventures and make their dreams come true. So like they have a whole thing. Uh, The fandom name is Choice, which kind of seems silly offhand, but you know, it's the whole cute, the fans chose them and Ace chose Mm -hmm. the fans and everyone likes each other and it's cute. So (laughs) Choice for you. I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't, Cactus something something. So their mm-hmm. debut song was Cactus, and they really went hard on that. But I think kind of just for that, you know, that concept and that time, kind of like you know, in Flying and Potatoes, you would really think that they could have probably just made, you know, let's be real, they could have eventually just made it a potato fandom thing. But yeah, and then everybody would have been fine with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was anyway. Then Flying things different. But they debuted back in 2017 in May. May 23rd. So they've been around for a little bit. They're from a tiny company called mm-hmm. Beat Interactive. They have a female CEO. She's pretty cool from what I've heard. Um, and I'm going to admit, I am not the absolute expert on Ace. I have a couple of friends that are much more into them for much longer than I am. So I've been quite a fan for a while, but they haven't been doing a ton of comebacks with very in-depth stuff. And sometimes the times that they were coming back were also when another group of mine was coming back. So... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. one only has so much K-pop time. So though I have gone yeah. deep with Ace, I am not like the absolute expert. I have to defer to my friends like Lydia. Thank you, Lydia, for talking to me about 
videos and stuff to watch, even though I've watched a fair bit. So Ace is great. They were kind of the first, and am I going to get this right? I wrote it down because I was trying to get the terminology correct. So Cactus, their debut song, was the first hard EDM K-pop mm. concept. There's been, there of course has been other dance music. There has been other techno in the past, but specifically hard EDM. That was the first, I think they were the first group to bring that to the K-pop scene. So that was really cool. I'll talk about the people first, but I just wanted to mention. So that's kind of like their claim to fame, I suppose. So there's five guys. June, he's leader, and he also does lead vocal, lead dancer. He was born in 94, so they're all babies. Like, they're just all babies. <laughs> yeah. We've accepted <laughs> that fact. <laughs> they all have appeared in a couple, like, in cameos and stuff of a couple of dramas, but he is more, <laughs> of them, he is more of the actor. He has been by himself. Like, mm-hmm. Big Issue was a drama that was, I think, last year. And the first episode, I watched the first episode, episode of Big Issue. It was right when I was getting to Ace, and I'm like, what? He had a pretty solid cameo. Like, he was in a lot of scenes as a very cocky actor who got caught gambling on a train. <laughs> he was very smug, and he did a very, very good job. So His cameo on uh, Female Dramatic was yeah, so like, funny. <laughs> Is he the one who was in um, Mellowholic? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Mellow Hollow. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. It's got like yeah. 14 names. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, his his cameo in that that's that a, was pretty good. It was it was pretty stupid, but pretty good. So, so June, he's known for just he has a very expressive face. Like mm. yes, he's very pretty, but he's a, he's very ex, like he'll make really funny faces and stuff. So he's not the oldest. Dong Hun is the oldest, and he so he's born in '93. He's the main vocal. He has sad eyes. They kind of always joke about that. He's not sad all the time. He just his eyes kind of look sad all the time. <laughs> so he plays that up. One of his party tricks is uh, if he he has to take out his contact, but he can cry on like at the drop of a hat, and with his sad eyes, you know that works. Wow. He uh, is main performance, main dancer, main rapper, and vocalist. They all can do everything is what it comes down to. Yeah. Of them were, you know, more on the rapper side. Uh, he was born in 93. He's also known as King Wow. Yes, that's his stage name, and it works. He's cute. He's the artsy one. Like, he paints a lot and does a lot of... He's way into fashion. You can tell by what he wears all the time. Mm. He also kind of seems like a robot because he doesn't show a ton of emotion, but he's actually, like, super sweet and stuff. So, like, he seems intimidating, but he's not. Byung Kwan or BK, he... You might have seen him around a little bit more because he... I want to say he stayed in Canada for a little bit. Yeah, I think... One of the videos I watched talked about he did, like, two years of high school in Canada. Mm-hmm. So he is, he's kind of the, the English-speaking expert of the group. <laughs> he does main performance and main dancer and lead vocalist and rapper. He was born in 96. So, like I said, babies. They're just all babies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interestingly enough, when they debuted, they were actually on the older end of, like, average yeah. age for debut so, groups. Well, their their debut story is quite a thing from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. But uh, so BK, he's actually currently host on Pops and Soul, which is an English K-pop show. So, for instance, the MC before him or the host before him was Felix, you know, who's a native English speaker. He's Australian. So BK to be, you know, natively Korean, but he is 
doing an English show. It's pretty good. For that show, that host position, they also do dance covers and teach how to do the dance of recently mm-hmm. released stuff. So he's always releasing dance covers of things. He does a great job. And it's not just boy group stuff. It's girl group stuff as well. And then there's Chan. Chan. He is the Maknae 97 main vocal lead dancer. He was actually... I'll tell more about this later. But he was a part of a temporary group for a while for a year. So that's why he isn't in exactly all of the songs. And he missed an entire era of a comeback. It's not that he got in trouble or something. He was, you know, those survival shows. And when you win them, yay. But you don't get to be with your group for a while. So So, as far as what I've been able to tell about their debut. Yeah, they, it's not that they were 18, 16, whatever, when they debuted. Which is often the age that mm-hmm. kids do debut at. A couple of them were already trained. Well, they were all already trainees at various entertainment companies. I think one or two of them went through a couple of companies. And there, a couple of them are notable ones like JYP, you know, ones YG. that you YG. Yeah. From what I've heard, kind of another reason they're called Ace is they were some of the top trainees at these places and they kind of got scouted, I think. But to be at beat and they're the only musician they're the only people at beat so it's kind of all about them and for the longest time they would just busk like they would go out busking and doing covers Mm -hmm. and that's all they did for a very 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 long time until finally they debuted but you know just like a lot of the kids who debut they worked with a lot of singing coaches and choreography people and whatever as they were at beat and they also, they had to read for an hour a day. Like when they would go to train, they would have to pretty much sit there. That was one of the things they had to do, which is kind of unique. Not every place makes them do that. They eventually got to debut, but a lot of their stuff has been singles. And so they've slowly gotten notoriety, but I mean, they're from a tiny company. So it is more of a struggle than, you know, one of the bigger companies. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a video about them showing all that, and it did look like quite a struggle for them. And I know that that's very common. But you can tell that they've actually slowly been getting more, no, you know, more noticed, mm-hmm. and that is a big deal for them. So they they did debut mm-hmm. in 2017, but then they did go on survival shows. So they all went on survival shows, just two different ones. Yeah. Donghyun, Wow, and Byungkwan, they all went to Mix Nine, and two of them would have been a part of that Mix Nine group if Mix Nine had kept being a thing. Uh-huh. But <sighs> sucks. It went away. So, and then June and Chan, they were on the unit, and then Chan ended up being a part of that Mm. UNB group for a year. So, I think probably even that was probably really good for their, for people knowing them. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I want to say something about Mix Nine, and you guys probably saw this when you're looking at videos, but I think it's worth talking about. Uh, so Cactus, when they debuted, not in the music video, but on the, their stage costumes, they had hot pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hot pants. Oh, yeah. Korea was not ready. <laughs> so they got a lot of flack. Majesty. They had already debuted when they were on Mix 9. Mm-hmm. And they're on Mix 9 and YG is YG, you know. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. all giving them flack about the hot pants. And Donkyun was like, no, 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 no. Winner just had a comeback and they were wearing shorts, so don't even. Like he threw it right back in his face. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. boring. It was like, really good. Fact, like the, it was great moment. But here's like about the hot pants. Here's what I don't get. Why did people hate it so much? 
he was showing off their like literally godlike thighs. Just all of them just have friggin' thick, yeah. beautiful legs, and you're like, what is the problem here? What? What can we not handle with <laughs> a male thigh? Like. Like, girl groups are prancing around in hot pants all the time, and no one says anything, but oh, no, no, no. Yeah, and even if you look good-looking at the men arrive. Even if you look at the choreography of, like, girl groups who wear hot pants, that's a totally different critter compared to Cactus's choreo. Yeah, that's true. It's that's not true. seductive. Cactus is not really mm-hmm. a seductive no. choreo at no, all. It's, it's, a, very it's a powerful choreo. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a strong mm-hmm. choreo that really, really highlighted them thighs but like what like what what about that year was like just everyone in korea was like nah we hate legs now like <laughs> so like, 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 like jyp like, giving them a hard or not jyp yg like yg giving them a hard time like he doesn't know how companies are run like he yeah. thinks they came up with the hot pants concept <laughs> right, and like We've seen some of your stage costumes from back in the day, so maybe like calm down. But also, like you remembered them, right? So like it did something. Exactly. You may not you may not have liked the hot pants, but you remember the hot pants. How many groups debuted at the same time and are gone already because people didn't remember them? Something didn't stick. At least. They stuck, right? People mm-hmm. are like, oh, yeah, 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 hot pants. And now <laughs> they're not in hot pants, and, like, there's more to them, and, you know, it's great. Yeah. But, like, and we got that clip, because I, I knew them because of that clip. That clip. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, then you got, you got little Jason, who doesn't go by Jason anymore. That was the whole thing. So BK uh, was Jason. Yeah, BK was that. Jason originally, and then they were like, nah, nah, nah. Uh, he's just like killing it with those crop tops. Oh, they've all been wearing crop tops, but like, mm, boy can work a crop top. Like in the undercover video where it's like he's got like the the gun belt underneath the crop. Mm, boy, looking good. And not in it's not even in like a like a thirsty way. Like I was just like that fit, fantastic. Thanks. So fantastic. Over time, they've all really gotten an interest in fashion and stuff, and. They do try to challenge gender norms within fashion. So ever since Hot Pants, I don't know if Hot Pants like were their idea or not. I don't know that answer. But a lot of the other stuff, because like they've worn skirts for like a photo shoot before. I'm not sure if that specifically was their idea either, but they're totally, they at least like the idea of challenging gender norms with things. And I think that's neat. Uh, because their CEO is a woman, she makes them read about feminism, and that's something that's always mentioned. So they, at least that. Well, I always remember that one, uh, like, June and Chan, their uh, Gashina stage is so good, and it's so, Mm -hmm. like, masculine and feminine at the same time. Like, it's just very well done, and they hit everything, but they didn't, like, make it more manly for the stage or whatever they just did the choreo it was just really good yeah it was like dancers doing the choreo not idols doing the choreo because mm-hmm. they happen to also dance so. right and 
I would like I love 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 their music and I'm not saying they're not singers because of course they are beautiful voices but kind of like AT's in my opinion Ace is a very good performance group their choreo and their synchronization with their choreo and stuff and their power with their choreo that's always a good highlight of their performances so that's I think that's kind of what got them into being a group and stuff like that was the thing that solidified them together but of course they're singing as well because they're angels mm-hmm. when it comes to singing but a lot of their choreo has been very powerful and stuff mm-hmm. at least some of the mm-hmm. some of the concept so cactus was their first song it was a single colin was their next one then they had one called star which was in completion because chan was gone and and that one i don't think it even had if i remember right it, it doesn't have choreo it's it's just sung and it's beautiful um then they finally got a mini album called ace adventures in wonderland but it was pretty it was pretty tiny they had their title song take me higher and then they had two unit songs and that was the comeback that chan was not around for so uh take me higher that's when i started i think it existed already when i started noticing them but take me higher i thought was cute but i think i was just distracted with everything else at the time so i didn't really quite get into them they definitely all had crop tops in that music video that was a thing uh it's a really cute music video yeah it's definitely a cute concept yeah then i think it was their i think it was their take me higher one that a french dj saw on youtube and he's like i really like them so let's collab because i want to so dj hq hcue <laughs> um he made the song i feel so lucky and he collaborated with them and they sang that and it's a really fun song <laughs> i listen to it a lot um it's english yep all in english mm-hmm. my husband really enjoys ace too so it's one of the few that i'm he's he's picky about exactly what types of music because he likes a lot of different types, but he's like, it really has to get me if they're not singing English. Well, of course, then any of the ones that are in English, I'm like, here, here's a K-pop song in English. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so then Undercover, mini album. Oh, under- and that, what a song. And that's so very cool. much the one that hooks so me good. into them. So Do It Like Me is actually one of my favorite songs from them, and oh. it was going to be their debut song. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Wow. I don't know why it changed, it's my favorite. but originally that was going to be I love that one. Um, and then Undercover was the title, and then there's Mr. Bass, and If You Heard, fan song, and then they did Star, but with Chan. The complete version. Yeah. <laughs> they did get pretty well noticed on the Undercover mini-album era, as far as I could tell. Then they released All I Want Is You is their Japanese debut. And then they did another mini album, which was a spinoff, essentially, of the Undercover concept, Undercover the Mad Squad. And they did Savage, which is the title, and then Slow Dive and So Sick and Holiday, and then Take Me Higher, complete version. And there's more to that, but I'm going to talk about Mad Squad for a little bit. So I am going to say I'll say this just because it's something that, as a fan, because I, I was into them a lot at the time, I'm going to talk a little bit about cultural appropriation it's something I've been aware of in K-pop, but as far as when you are a close fan of the group and then all of a sudden it does affect a group that you are following, you know, it's a little bit of a different experience because one thing to be on the sidelines of it and then boom, like you're kind of involved a little. I think that this was probably the first instance of a group that I was closely following 
just a little bit of it. So it wasn't, it was not straight up culture appropriation whatsoever, but the term savage, it's not a lovely term for like indigenous people of various countries. And it's not something that I, I probably could have eventually figured that out, but the title of the song actually isn't, that's just the translation that they chose to use. It's mm. actually the Korean word for that. And it's supposed to mean crazy. It's not supposed to be savage. Yeah, but that was like, the it's thing. savage in the terms of like a berserker, not in the terms of a derogatory right. term. But, I mean, it, it, it can be a derogatory term. So that's the, the first, it was, you know, the song came out and I loved it and really enjoyed it and loved the music video. But I saw some, um, specifically, um, Native Americans speaking on it and I was like you know that made me concerned about things like that so it was a little bit of a different experience for me so I learned that learned about that and yeah that's the thing then they did their second Japanese single My Lover then they went and did a little music project with producer Hong Chan-woo and they actually did promote the song First Love which was June Dong-hun and Chan like, they went on music shows with that, and it was beautiful. Um, a good song. And then, very recently, they had a comeback for Stand By You. I think they j- just wrapped... I think they just wrapped up promotions for that. Mm, they might still be going. I don't know. So, I have to talk again about cultural appropriation a little bit more. Uh, the music video itself did... It was a lovely music video. However, there was a scene where they were at a campfire, and the way they had kind of headdress not headdresses but headbands and things around a fire and the things that they were singing it was problematic so Mm. the fans let them know and and it took a little bit you know of course always longer than you want you want it to um but so the they apologized on fan cafe first and then they eventually did apologize on twitter and they took the music video down, and they have been reworking it and reshooting it. It has not been released yet, the reworked version. So, anyway, it's it's a really sweet song because it is about it's it's a very encouraging song to fans and things. So I look forward to the new music video, and I'm happy that they have been working on reshooting the music video. Like that is a good yeah. thing, mm-hmm. especially having it already out and stuff. I think that's yeah, a- and and to be a small company. Good stuff. Like that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because it's gonna hurt them a lot more than some other groups that could be doing it. But you know. So, I didn't really mean to like list off their entire discography. I think I did that's it. Okay. Just, they don't have. Okay. Don't have a ginormous discography. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a little. I have a little note about their discography. If you are going to stream yeah. them <laughs> on Spotify. Be warned that someone else's album has been accidentally put under their name. It is a very explicit (laughs) rap album. That is not them. That is not them. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, it's funny because what doesn't help with that is that one song that they did, the I Feel So Lucky song. So, like, you can't say it's all the ones that they're, that it says they appear on. No, because one of them they did appear on and it is an English song. Like, that doesn't help. But, and (laughs) even 
even the I feel so lucky that's kind of a sexy song. Like that does then you look at the other ones, it's like, oh no, that is not them. They've all, not they've all all got all. the little no, explicit no. warning next to them. Like maybe like make yourself a playlist or don't just like shuffle their entire discography. The other astro that like Spotify is yeah. constantly like Here, your group Astro has a song and you're like, this is not them. Completely different. They have done a fair bit of OSTs so far for dramas um, and they always do a great job at it. For My Healing Love, Beautiful Love, Wonderful Life, The Game Towards Zero, How to Buy a Friend, and Welcome so far. But quite often they've been getting OST work. They're great. Uh, But like, the music video for Undercover is, like, one of my... And, like, okay. I'm saying this with the full realization that I often say I don't actually watch that many music videos. Because I don't. But uh, uh, the music videos I have seen, it is, like, one of my favorite K-pop music videos. And I think it all has to do with that opening dance move, which is... Wah! Chef's kiss. It is beautiful. Does that man have no spine? I ask you. <laughs> I really like Undercover because it's got, like, a kind of rock vibe going on to it. It's a little bit more rocky than it is. And, like, I mean, it still has their kind of, like, harder sound. I, I think Ace is interesting because they actually have, like, good singers in their group. Yeah. Like, really, like, good singers. Not just, like, the standard. So I'm actually surprised they went with the concept they did. That, like is the only thing that throws me off with Ace because their voices are better for bubblier and ballad. But like, I think it probably has a lot to do with their dancing more than I guess so. It has to, yeah. It's just like, uh, the like faux mom in me, also a person who's like studied voice for a very long time. You're ruining those kids' voices who are good at ballads by doing that, like, harder concept. And there's no way around it. Like, when you do that type of music, you're actively, like, damaging your voice. So I think it's, like, sad in that way. Not that I hate it. I'm just saying that as, like, a concerned mother. (laughs) Like, I really loved a lot of their ballady stuff. They've got really great singers. Really great singers that could go on do soloists and be fine in Korea right now. Like, they would catch people so that was interesting but i still love undercover a lot <laughs> so <laughs> the harmonization when they're doing ballads and they do harmonization like it's, it's mm-hmm. always just so good yeah yeah they're really good it's it's kind of shocking if you just kind of know of them because of some of their title stuff yeah when you actually listen to them you're like oh okay they've got vocals <laughs> on them too okay <laughs> You guys got some pipes. <laughs> so they have a very active YouTube channel and they do a lot of covers of English songs mm-hmm. and whatever. And they always do a great job at that, too. And they also do some dance covers. They even did Old Town Road. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah. The cowboy hats in that cover are just hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they do yeah. seem like a good group. Oh, they're no. so sweet and funny. Just their personalities. like. And of course, once you... If you choose to get into a K-pop group in that way, because you could just be into a group just for music. But the way I typically go about stuff, like if if I get involved um, enough into music, I start wanting to know the names and wanting to know personalities. <laughs> I need to know your favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite food? <laughs> 
But I, I want to explain pretty much my favorite thing. I even showed this to my husband just because it's hilarious. So Beat Interactive, they have a the guy that handles their editing for their videos and stuff. He's they call him Editor Kong. He's really good at editing to the point he was on Parasite. Like he's gotten mm. awards, obviously. But he he's pretty mischievous. And he, the guys are, of course, into Avengers, because, like, almost a lot of the idols are into Avengers, like, hard. Yeah. And so he's like, let's do an Avengers thing, and we're going to do the screen screen, and you guys are going to wear these tights, this tight bodysuit thing, and I'll put, oh, I'll do so PhD. <laughs> I'll remember that. I promise, like, this is going to be great. And you're like, yeah, this kind of feels awkward, like, this doesn't feel right. No, 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 like, it's going to be good, don't worry about it. And so videoed all this stuff with them being goobers, like trying to act like like Iron Man and Captain America and all this, uh, fully knowing that he wasn't going to put any lick of CG or the little bit. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good, though. <laughs> because so, I mean, so they have videos out there about like, so the entire kind of the backstory of showing when they were shooting it, but then it was going to be the intro to their YouTube, like, beat TV stuff. <laughs> and, so, and so then it shows their reaction. The boys had no clue. So <laughs> they had been had. And then, because poor Wow, he pulled up his tights too high, they put, like, pixeling over his shorts, like... <laughs> And they're like, how could you do that to an idol? Like, that's awful. <laughs> like, it was just, it was so good. And then, so good. that's like so my, good. you know, kind of like with Astro, my number one thing I want people to watch is the cicada, just because I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so like, cicada video, oh my gosh. Oh, feel God. like It's just so good. So good. For Ace, there are two videos for that, so like equivalent to that to me there's this avengers reaction thing but you have to kind of have the backstory of it to like get it and see them be had it was a huge prank and then june he does this little thing on their beat tv on their youtube where he calls himself reaction master so he brings in the other members and he'll do little video reactions with them to various things so he was with dong hun and they were watching i think I think it was just videos, compilations about them, and they were edited, it was by fans, and they were told that even on the video, like, you, Editor Kong is like, this is by the fans, he mentions it once and moves on. So they were doing this reaction, but you could tell they were like, they didn't think it was great editing, they were really not impressed, and so in order to express that, they just, like, stare, like, at the camera, like, what the crap was that, and so Editor Kong comes and he's like, guys, that was the fans. The fans edited it. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> so <No>. then, <laughs> like, the action here, like, what did I just do? And then Dog Hunt goes, like, over to the wall and just, like, tries to <laughs> It's just so funny because, like, you totally just sashed your fans, like, not purposefully. <laughs> Because they thought they were getting it at Editor Kong, but no. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> I think both those videos kind of show their personalities pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's one where I want to say they were in, like, California, because it seems like the store, 
like English speaking people were there, but they they were supposed to do reactions to like Latin, a couple of Latin music videos, I think. And, uh, but it was a prank and they got spooked by someone that came in with like ghost makeup. (laughs) June just like loses it. You lost it. (laughs) Ends up on the ground. (laughs) Poor guy. He's very easy to spook. Clearly. Oh, it's just like, what? Like, that's why he's the wow, the wow robot. Like, he's just so funny that he just didn't care. But they have a lot of good content out there. They're always doing their own little stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I laughed the crazy. one video I watched today, and it was like, they were looking at videos of themselves doing something. And they're like, wow, look how young we are. And the other one's like, it was three months ago. Look <laughs> <laughs> We were babies then. <laughs> Back in the olden days. Like, okay, kids. Of course, they do uh, reaction videos to their music videos. And so their reaction to Savage, it was the first time they had CG. Because Undercover was a lot of just practical stuff. It was all really their dancing and lighting and whatever. But it really wasn't CG. So it was their first time to have CG in their music video. And they just, like, lost it. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, being from a tiny company and finally getting CG after, that's a big deal. That would be really exciting. Yeah. Like... Especially if it's your first time, because, you know, just doing it. And then, because it's so different when you're actually filming it versus what you actually see and, yeah. like, see the kind of magic that happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so some things to mention. So Leah Kim, she runs One Million Dance Studio, and they do a lot of the very high energy performance dance stuff. So the intro to Undercover, I believe, is with her. And so it's just, she's so cool in that. But uh, I was also going to mention that during the Emmys, Emmys? No, the Academy Awards, my goodness. The Academy Awards when Parasite won and all those things, Ace was actually in Hollywood and they went to perform at an after party. And so that was a really big deal. They got a lot of notoriety for that. So that was neat. They, I think they, I think they covered a BTS song, and but then they did, I think they did Undercover, I believe. But um, yeah, they're a cute girl. Rising in popularity. Yes. Yeah, they are. I feel like. Yeah. Deservedly so. They're very much around the corner of a comeback, as far as they've kind of been. They're usually not silent on Twitter past couple days they've gone silent Mm. last time that happened was a couple weeks ago Mm. and the way they say it on choice twitter is then the white squares showed up on the instagram because the way the people the way their company handles the instagram they do make sure everything's lined up and they kind of you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah and so last time they were quiet for a couple days the white squares showed up so everyone's like they're gonna Mm. drop something like any day now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're cool, looking cool, forward cool. to when that music video pops back up too. And I mean, appropriation thing. I don't want to get way into it, especially as somebody that often is not the hurt, mm-hmm. you know, the victim of that. Mm-hmm. It's harder. I feel like it's more difficult to, other than, I think it is important as someone who, if you're not the victim, if you're a fan of the group, to still express your concerns. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All those things. I do think you need to be an ally and do that. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you should be silent, but you should also first listen to the people and their concerns and make sure that you're mm-hmm. not overstepping 
you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why mm-hmm. it is, it's all very difficult. And even as someone that's not directly affected by it, it's sad to see a co-fan of a group get hurt, e- mm-hmm. even if it's inadvertently um, mm-hmm. by a group. And so, mm-hmm. and it's all learning process. And I hope that, and I know that so specifically, like being interactive is usually really good about things. They're, you know, being a smaller company. Uh, yeah. So, but in general, even as someone who is not the victim of it ever, honestly, I'm white. I can't, I'm not the victim of this stuff. But it's very sad to know that, you know, you're a fan, if you were a fan and then all this, and you feel like that's your safe space and your happy place, and then all of a sudden it's not, and you don't feel yeah. safe and mm-hmm. you feel hurt. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it was intentional or not. And at this point in the game, we're all like, we all have internet. Let's educate ourselves yeah. and not be idiots. Mm-hmm. And if, especially if you are, if you have global fans, if you know you have global fans, like, you know, let's be better. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. you know, specific, so I wasn't pointing that just today. So like, I'm going to admit that like, since I'm a fan of ATs too, I've been through something this week with that. Because I, I have a lot of empathy for people that... My heart breaks every time it happens, and it happens way too much in K-pop, and it needs mm-hmm. to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be a point that it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So, I had True. to say something. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. That's no, okay. I mean, yeah, acknowledging like your waves aren't perfect, too. Like, you need to be always doing that. It, yes. it also doesn't help them if they genuinely are just like they don't know because I mean like you can just like not know and just be completely uneducated about it especially if it's not your culture or whatever but it doesn't help them if you just stay silent on that because then they'll just keep doing it and if there are genuinely people who want to become better and be better human beings stifling them and not saying hey this is what needs to happen and this is a bad thing they'll just keep on doing it and I don't feel like their intention was to keep doing it they probably didn't right. think of it at all it was probably just the direction of the director or whatever and nobody thought about it because nobody yeah. said anything but like it still needs you still need to keep people in check because you can still like someone and understand that they did something wrong and help yeah. them to become a better human being too. keep on doing and, that i think like as sky said as white fans don't be that person who takes it personally and like comes down on the other fans. Don't, don't do that. Like we're seeing a lot of that in fandom spaces where it's like, I have to love my fave so much that I have to defend them against you, the wronged person. Like, don't, don't do that. Just let them like support them, support the people. Don't, don't come down on them. Don't say you're not a real fan. Don't, don't do any of that crazy stuff. Cause like, yeah, that's not helping. It's not helping your fave. It's not helping your fellow fans. And just don't do it. It's not cool. Yeah. I will say that I, I do, even though it took a little bit of time, I am happy that they took it down completely yeah. and didn't mm-hmm. just say, hey, we have to kind of push through it until the next time. You know, I think that was a, a great step and a, mm-hmm. a great acknowledgement that they needed to learn and just take the steps to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I'm going to admit, like, I actually, weeks ago when this all happened, specifically with Ace, like, 
because I've been saying for quite a while Ace was going to be my birthday choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that time period, that's when that happened. And so I messaged oh. Jesse and we talked about it a bit. And I was like, I'm going to have to see how it unfolds. That I wasn't going to like totally withdraw my support of Ace because yeah. of the way that because they had apologized and stuff. But like it still was unfolding at that point. And so I was I had a few weeks to make a decision of maybe it wouldn't be appropriate to talk about them right now. Maybe, you know, like it depended mm-hmm. But um, I went and checked with some of my buddies and stuff, and pretty much the people that were hurt by it, you know, th- things have gotten a lot, it's all been improved with the apologies and all those things. And, and that's that's also important. If an apology is made, that's not up to us white fans to be like, cool, everything's yeah. fine now. Yeah. yeah. Reading the I, temperature of the victims of something, that's that's an important step, too, I think. Yeah, and not just, like, genuinely, like, supporting the people, like, that's hurt, but, like, yeah. also people that you know personally that would have been hurt. I think it's mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. to be like, Check hey, in. Yeah. are you yeah. okay? You yeah. Doing? I mean, you don't want to make them, like, the person that has to inform you of everything and educate you, because not just, yeah. but, like, just the kind of knowledge that you're going to, like, hey, I, I'm not going to overstep things and this is like you're hurt and I acknowledge that you're hurt and so I just want to be there for you just mm-hmm. just letting people know that too especially because you know most of us are fans like we're friends of fans online like we don't know them personally in our lives yeah. so it's a little bit harder to kind of translate through text but, right mm. yeah I think that's important too so I had told one of my buddies my choice buddy that I wasn't going to get into it too much but I got into it some but being real about that and I think even though we're not the victims of it still being willing to have those conversations and and mm-hmm. I will say this and I've said it before I do though I love my favorite k-pop people and all these things I do not unconditionally support somebody yes. it's all conditional to me yeah. like if mm-hmm. someone all of a sudden becomes an abuser or is an awful person they don't they I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and talk about cancel culture and stuff. It's just, I'm sim- like, yeah, I will pull support. I don't need to support yeah. crummy people. And so, but it's not always a, are we canceling that person? Are we not? No, there, yeah. there are those lines for, yeah, if abuse happens, if serious things happen. But, you I, know, like, if if a couple of kids go to e one when probably they weren't supposed to. <laughs> like, or if a mama goes to a birthday party. Like, <laughs> oh, that party mama. The party mama. Never gets old. Never gets old. And we're laughing about that, but like, that day or two was not fun in my fandom either. And it's not, again, I wasn't going to pull support as long as, you know, I, I was pretty sure nothing crazy had happened, but mm-hmm. you got to yeah. be sure. And I saw people saying, I will forever, you know, unconditionally support and love you. I'm like, I am never going to say that about I don't unconditionally support my own family members. I'm not going to unconditionally support anyone. There is not a single person. No, don't. No. (laughs) No. That's not. Mm. No. And you know what? That's the beauty of being a multi-fan is that you understand that there is lots of other great music. I don't like, I was talking with somebody about this. I was talking with Janaya, I think about this this week. And I said, like, the thing is, I don't have to force myself to like this person. I can just go, Oh, 
their apologies kind of suck and they clearly don't learn from their mistakes and drop them and move on to somebody else who also has great music and doesn't act like a douche. Like it's, it's that simple. There's lots and lots of music and lots and lots of acts. And I don't have to love any one person to the extent that I have to tell myself lies about what they're doing being okay. I can just say, oh, it's not okay. And they're not learning their lesson. And I don't need to listen to that song. So yeah, yeah. lots of other music. So yay. But to, to like get back to Ace as versus all of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually quite a shame that Korea was so close-minded to hot pants that <laughs> let them wallow in obscurity for so long because they are very talented. And also, hot pants are great. Like <laughs> They're cooling, like you can like dance freely. They show off their beautiful legs. They had nice little knee pads, so they weren't even going to, like, give themselves, like, rug burns on their knees. Like, it was great. I know I said it earlier, but I think I think the funny the stranger aspect of that it would be one thing if their debut song with hot pants or whatever was a seductive song where they were just yeah. the entire mm-hmm. time and all of a sudden people were like you know awkward and out by that like they're, they're they're going the children think of the children like, <laughs> I, would, I would at least see where it was coming from but it's like that's not the way the choreo was so it's like so you're just uncomfortable with the fact that they're wearing shorts it's like okay <laughs> you just don't like men in shorts like as as a country okay 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 sure. okay okay That was actually the problem. Everybody's like, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm like, the legs so were jealous. Every woman in Korea yeah, was like, look like that. We cannot have those guys on stage looking like that. <laughs> They're like two beefcakes. They are two competition. I watched that live performance, I just think to myself, 
how did he get away with this? How, like, they're in these, like, friggin', like, fetish masks with, like, everyone's in heels. They're all in these, like, tight leather, like, you know, like those gimp suits. Like, like it's a wild. And then it's got, like, Hobie from BTS suddenly coming out of nowhere. Little little tiny him like just rapping some and you're like what am I watching like this is amazing and it has that vibe and I I to this day don't know how he got away with it I really don't I really don't and I I applaud I applaud the at the uh the producer who was like no no let's let's see where this goes so it's it's kind of funny that like in a country that obviously still for a live music show you could have things you know that extreme all of a sudden like no hot pants like they were still allowed on music shows obviously but the fact that the audience was like eh but you guys wore hot pants I don't know if I can listen to you it's like (laughs) it's so bizarre like and and they weren't like sexualized costumes Right. In any and that way. Was my like, point. <laughs> what's everyone's favorite uh, song from their albeit limited choreography? What are people into? What are people like? You what mean discography? That's what I meant. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think I can pinpoint word. the choreography. I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, um, my brain stopping working. But no, yes, I meant discography. 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 Uh, what is everyone's favorite little song? Well, I really liked uh, Undercover, mm-hmm. but I also really like Five Tar, aka Star. I just, I just really, guys, I really like vocals and I really like rock, and so those are the two things that I picked up on. I mean, they're great, but like, yeah, I just, I really mm-hmm. like to listen to their vocals more too. So if they could do more of that too, hint hint. Yeah, that'd be nice for Jesse. <laughs> Just do it for me. For old Jesse, for old Jesse, for, for 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 Mama Jesse, please give me <laughs> I think my favorites are "Do It Like Me." I just I love it. I love it so much, and I love um, "Slow Dive." Was it? Which Slow again, kind of different vibes from those ones, but um, I really like them. Did you ever see the choreography for Slow Dive by any chance? No. It, it wasn't I, a music video, um, but they they did just a couple of very few places show the Slow Dive choreography, and it's beautiful. Like, they did a really cool job with Slow Dive. I will have to look that up. For me, my favorite is, like, very unlike a lot of their other stuff, but I love the song Holiday. Holiday. I think, I think, like, I like, okay, I have, like, a weird musical tastes like anyone who listens to my playlist is like what is happening here <laughs> but I just I like songs that make me just like feel like I just want to like do a little jig and like there's songs here I said I can say songs where if you're washing the dishes while listening to it you're swaying your hips at the same time <laughs> doing a little like two step you know <laughs> It's like and holiday is one of those songs you do. You're like, well, let me tell you my age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <watch this>. well, <laughs> listen, I, I still got a few years in me yet, <laughs> So I actually, because uh, I knew that we were going to talk about this, I had done one of those 
bracket. There was someone made an eighth song challenge a few months back. And so I, I went and looked it up and I wondered what I had put then. So at the time I put Savage, but I really I really think Undercover is probably the top for me. Like Undercover is so good though. So good. Like, it's so good. So good. I, I, but so in this bracket, they had coupled songs that were pretty much along the similar vibe. So they had put right off the bat, Savage and Undercover, like oh, versus yeah, each other. Right. I was, oh, you gotta put them on the two sides of the bracket so they can slowly work towards each other. Right. Yeah. So Come I had on, to make, to make a choice bracket. right away. <laughs> I think, I mean, I love Savage too, obviously. Uh, but I mean, Undercover. Always the song that like brings you into a group. There's always like a special place in your heart for that yeah, song. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And because of the rock vibes, yeah, it was the. I was like, oh, Ace, yeah, I'm gonna get into them. Now. <laughs> I think it was during, if I remember right, I want to say it was kind of during '80s, an '80s comeback too. Mm. Like to I where I was. Vaguely remember this. I I don't remember which one. '80s came back so many times last year. I'm like, I yeah. can't keep track. One of them. Yeah, it was definitely during... Hmm. You were definitely <laughs> talking about them during the summer. I know that. I remember yeah. that so at one Maybe point. it was the Illusion Wave, because uh, that was in the summer for AP. There was the one the... Oh, it might have been around this time, though, because I, I think it was Time of Our Life had just come out. It was that comeback time that we were talking about, Ace, too. But I don't know if that's exactly when. Maybe. Yeah, I was and I know for a fact, time of the life, just like quite a while. So yes, it might have gone. So this time, I guess around this time last year, I was probably falling in love with Ace. But it's funny if if we keep on talking about how they're like young, um, basically they're the same age as Day Six. Just as an FYI, <laughs> <laughs> I love when you like compare idols. And you're like, wait a minute, hold up, you're older than them. <laughs> uh, good time. You know. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. They're not at the age where we could have. <laughs> they're not our K-pop babies. Yes, like not, they're not at the age where we could have birthed them as a teen no. mom. Not even a teen mom. No. No. So we're good. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> we're good. I could have been a uh, mom. <laughs> said, okay, 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 okay. You are someone personally with children. <laughs> And the reason we're saying we're good is simply, we keep getting shocked these days. Oh, we're kind of getting there. It, it's shocking because it's like forcing to like forcing you to realize you're old and you just yeah. don't want that. You're just like, no, I'm in it for the fun. Like, stop it. I don't need reality checks. It, it makes you realize your mortality. Like, yeah. wow. It's like that meme where it's like, yeah, I was born in 2000 and hold up. And? Oh, something else too about Ace that I didn't even know there was a little, uh, they had a couple of video show series things and my buddy told me about one of them. I think it was called Extreme Ace where they went and they did like extreme sport things like bungee jumping and stuff. Oh, I think I saw clips of that. It's so funny because, like, obviously, like, June, you know, is not built for that type of an event. (laughs) Like, he does not usually have the guts to do stuff like that. So, uh, 
but I, I watched a few episodes of it and they, straight away they had to go bungee jumping at like eight o'clock in the morning and they didn't know that they were going to have to do that mm-hmm. all because when they had like a little meeting to like have ideas they're like is there anything you guys want to do Duncan he was like well some sometime in life I'd like to go bungee jumping so because he said that everyone and they did not want to go wow had already been bungee jumping once and he's like oh this is awful I don't want to go again so they were all going to get like bonus points or whatever if they could not hesitate if they could just go Go. once it was their turn Mm -hmm. and even June was able to do it like yeah he's scared of heights yeah he was terrified but he because he went last he's like I'm the leader I can't like hesitate now because they all showed me up I gotta do it so then he and they all called out cute stuff about like you know go ace you know fighting things like that it was really adorable so they're 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 great I really they seem like really sweet guys so Mm -hmm. they have more looks and it's nice that their company is run by a woman so you know and that they're forced to learn about feminism and things. That's and read. Like yeah. you must read every day. Do this. Learn <laughs> things. Enrich your mind. There's some benefits to small companies like that once in a while. Because I do think it's probably tougher to get, you know, like a female CEO in somewhere. Of course I would say JYP, but it's obvious who the CEO is of JYP. <laughs> well no, JYP is not the CEO. Oh, who's the CEO? Well, I don't remember who it is, but it's not like the CEO. The CEO of YG wasn't YG. It was his brother. (laughs) I mean, like he has like creative like control in a bit, but like most Mm. of the time, like when people are mad at JYP, he's not the one who like signed off on it. (laughs) Like it was like he's just there, you know. He was coming up with his costume for his next comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Go stand Ace because yeah. they, Check them out. I mean, I'm not saying that their discography is super tiny, but if you want to get into them, it's pretty easy to go check out all their stuff. Yeah. Um, I, we'll share my, I, I made a Spotify playlist so people wouldn't be confused with the other weird things, <laughs> but also some of their OST stuff at the bottom and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Check them out. They deserve it. Well, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas. Uh, thank you for listening to us. And if you want to mix up where you're listening to us, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube. And, of course, all of our episodes are on our website at certifiednunas.com, where all of the links to everything that we talk about and all of the show notes and everything are there. Uh, we also have other things like blog posts, quizzes, that sort of stuff. So it's a good time over at certifiednunas.com. Uh, if you want to become a sponsor of this podcast, you can go to ko-fi.com slash certifiednunas and become an official member of the Certified Nunas family over there on Coffee, where we put up extra episodes of things that get cut out from the main episode and little fun things here and there, because we love and appreciate all of our Coffee supporters. We think you're aces. Anyway, uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube. It's always at Certified Nunas. That's that's the only thing we go by, all one word. And we love hearing from people. And if you want to send us an email, we have a Gmail, CertifiedNunas at gmail.com. Anyway, this has been 
another episode and we hope you have a fantastic week. Wear a mask. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.